Hello there and welcome to Transatlantic Touchdown Podcast, the only NFL pod you need this side of the pond. And as always, I am joined by none other than Ethan Walsh of the Arizona Cardinals, Will Godwin of the New York Giants, and it's me, James Roberts, Pittsburgh Steelers. That we'll be talking you through the NFL, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. And this week, I want to start off, gents, by saying we've had another manic weekend of football, but unlike last week, we didn't get a hat trick of wins. We actually ended up with a hat trick of losses. <laughs> it's not exactly the weekend we want to come off, Ethan. No, definitely not. But, you know, that just shows how good the NFL is. I mean, last week we were all winning, we were all grinning. This week we, we've been pretty miserable. Um, so, yeah. You know, that just shows how good the NFL league is and why people should tune into it. So, yeah. You just can't predict what's going on at the moment, can you, Will? You don't know whether you're coming or going. You came into the season <laughs> thinking, oh, we're not going to do anything. You started doing stuff and then you started not doing stuff. You started doing stuff and now you're not doing stuff. It's just doesn't seem to have a pattern at all. I don't, I don't know what we were talking about last week. <laughs> <laughs> the it Lions. Was frankly, embarrassing. The Lions, though. Yeah, of all teams. The Lions. He, so I messaged both of you and I went, what the hell's going on? And I was like, okay. Um, and you were like, what, what, what? I was like, we just lost to the Lions. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, what? Well, because both of us were concentrating on the fact that we were also yeah. Um, it, Not exactly the way that the Giants will want to continue the season, you know, losing to one of the lowest ranked sides in the entirety of the NFL. Can they turn it around? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it'll be tough, especially this week. Um, but our division being so close, um, both the Cowboys and the Giants sit at seven and three, and the Eagles are nine and one, uh, and then obviously Commanders, but they're irrelevant at this point, so we don't really care. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I th- I think we're still definitely looking for uh, playoffs, and let's see where we can go from there. But uh, yes, if if it stays the way it is and we can't get pick momentum up again towards the end of the season, um, we will be looking at a wild card spot. <laughs> you still you're feeling optimistic of a wild card spot. I know we're going to get playoffs. It's just uh, what how that shows itself. Ethan, um, Giants in the playoffs? Yes or no? I hate to say it, but I gotta agree with Mr. Gordon. Yeah, wow. I, I, just the way they've been going this year. Um, obviously, Lions result not included, but the way they've been going, I, I fully expect them to be in playoffs this year. Now, speaking of another New York team that might find themselves in the playoff, Jets. Yeah, that whole division are on winning records currently, which is very surprising. I, I certainly didn't see it coming, but clearly the AFC and NFC East is where the quality in the NFL lies because. All eight teams are on winning records currently at time of recording. Just making that clear now before you all come for me in the comments section. Currently, at time of filming, all on winning records. We couldn't have predicted that before the season started. No, I don't think anyone could have predicted that. Like, not even the NFL experts over in America. No one would have seen that coming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. NFL experts right here on this sofa. Oh, yeah, but I Sorry, this in couch. America. This, this couch. Is... NFL experts on this couch. UK, UK experts. UK experts. So, yeah. the sofa. We're on a, you know, experts <laughs> on a sofa, not couch. Um, but another big shot from the weekend for me, it was the Vikings losing at a pivotal moment in their season. You know, I... I desperately want them to go on to do something good. You know, I desperately want them to do well because I just enjoy the Vikings, mainly because of Marshall Erickson, our Pam, and your mother. But 
I enjoy the Vikings. I enjoy watching them play. I like their fans. Like we all, we've all agreed that their kit's one of the best in the league. Yeah. I mean, just for the helmet alone. It's, it's the best helmet in the league. Full stop. Um, but it's one of the best teams in terms of their appearance, the way that they interact with their fans. You know, Their stadium's great. Their behind-the-scenes work is great. I'd love to see the, uh, the Vikings succeed. A little bit of a blip here at the weekend, though. Is Kirk Cousins the right person to lead them forward, Will? Um, I don't know. He's, he, I don't think he's ever been, things he's never been the best quarterback. He's always been there. Um, I suppose you could say he's, um, sort of, obviously that was that, um, oh, Minneapolis Miracle, was it? Stefan yeah. Diggs, that insane catch last, that, that, like that, that play. Honestly, that was more of a Saints mistake. Though. Oh, I know, but it was one of those <laughs> things, it's like, he threw the ball because he had to. Yeah. It's one of those things where he didn't. He's never intentionally done amazing. He's all, obviously all NFL players are like, yes, we're the best. We're going to be the best. But uh, compared to the likes of Mahomes or uh, Rogers or even any of the quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls, um, you know, he's just been there. He hasn't ever got quite to the top step. Um, so I don't know if I think the Vikings are also waiting for that 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 uh, franchise quarterback to come in. Uh, but with the way they're playing, they're not going to get it in the next draft. So I don't know. Well, I mean, who knows? We've got a very stacked draft class yeah. coming up. I mean, we've already spoken about it in episode one. It's definitely something that every team is going to want to trade up for. Do you think the Vikings perhaps put a player on the line in order to trade up for a good QB? Yeah, like Godwin was saying, Kirk is he's good. He's just very average. Do you know who he can have, actually? He can have Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah. And we will take... We'll take Stefan Diggs for him. Yeah? Yeah, just throwing that out there now yeah. for the Vikings. If you are watching or listening, we'll happily take, you know, Diggs off your hands. We'll give you an average QB because you've already got one. Two together should be good. Um, that I see that as a good trade, to be perfectly honest. We don't use him anyway. And he was useless when he was QB1. Yeah, I mean, the so, compensation, Mason Rudolph or Stefan Diggs. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. That makes yeah, sense. Sure. Yeah, Goblin's nodding his yeah. head. Definitely, definitely. Um, turning our attention away from the Vikings now to another potential Super Bowl contender, the Buffalo Bills. Again, a poor week. It was, but can I just mention their fans? Because their fans have been absolutely unbelievable. I mean, their game got moved, obviously, to Detroit because of the, that snow snowstorm. And... Those Bills fans just went out in their thousands and thousands, and we're, I saw some videos online of them actually digging out some of the players' cars to help them get on the road. Wow. I mean, the fan base is just incredible. That's so, amazing to see, isn't it? It's I mean, we, see, we see it time and time again with Green Bay because there was a really interesting video on YouTube, and I urge anyone to watch it. Really, um, there's an interesting video of how they prep Lambeau Field for a game. And most of it is done on volunteers, especially when it snows and all the stands are covered in snow. They rely on volunteers, fans coming down to the ground and actually clearing it all so that they can get the game going. And, you know, shoveling the car park and shoveling the pitch and all this sort of thing. It's like, there's some great fan bases across the league. There really are. And people really do come together. Um, Who is the best fan base, Will? We'll come back to the Bills and their results. But you bring up fan bases and I'm intrigued to see... Who we actually think has the best fan base? Um, 
I think it's quite difficult because there's, there's there's a range. Like so, even with like the Jags, you've got a huge fan base over here in the UK, um, as well as their um, home in Jacksonville. Um, I mean, I I mean I'm biased, so obviously I'm, I would say Giants, but um, I think it's difficult. It's it's all the work people do behind the scenes, which we don't often hear of or see. Um, I'm gonna have to say I'm I'm gonna I would all, I'm gonna say Giants, but I would say if if I had knowledge of others, I might be persuaded to pick. Others. Interesting choice, very interesting <laughs> choice. Not the choice I would have gone for. Not the choice Ethan would have gone for definitely because he not. was definitely rolling his eyes so much. I thought they were gonna pop out the back of his head there for a second. Um, Ethan, yeah, who's the best fan base in the uh, in the NFL? Well, I just mentioned them, the Bills, Bills Mafia. I mean, you love to see it. They turn up every single game. They're loud. They jump through tables. I mean. They they're just incredible. And I'm gonna count to you straight away. Yeah. Uh Packers. Yeah. Again for, for that video, the amount of volunteers that get the club actually working. And the fact that I believe it's their their stadium home games are sold out for the next three years or, or four years. Yeah, there's actually a massive waiting list. Exactly. There's a huge yeah, waiting list. They have a huge support from such a tiny yeah. little area. The fact that they can pack out Lambeau Field every single week, it is unbelievable. And that sort of support isn't really replicated across the league. I mean, right down at the bottom of the pile for me is, unfortunately, no offence, the Atlanta Falcons. Because I'm sorry, but if your football team's, you're sorry, your soccer team's chance are, I believe that we will win. You can't probably have a very good fan base for any other sport in the area. Because uh, that is just a dismal. When, a you, when Yeah, when you compare it to Premier League chanting, yeah. which we won't say on here because we're a family-friendly show. Um, have you seen also their stadium Mercedes-Benz Stadium yeah. as well that's, it, that's an awesome place surely you'd have thought with a facility like that you would have had a more involved or bigger fan base than mm. one they've got I know they're not doing great at the moment but still you're a fan with them when you're winning and you're losing like, hence why we're still fans of teams. This is an interesting point, though, done. because lots of lots of fans in America for NFL teams, they are very much localised, and you support yeah. your local team, you follow them, you know, ride or die, but they do ebb and flow with how the team are doing. So, because I, I have a friend out in the States, and I know that they only really support, or come out and support the Philadelphia Eagles when they're actually doing <laughs> well. So they, they, they were really loud when they won the Super Bowl, and then uh, the last couple of years have been sort of... Blah, blah, blah. And now that they're doing well again, they're like, oh my God, I love American football again. So it really does ebb and flow. That point is so valid where it does ebb and flow with like how the team are actually performing. So it, it is an interesting one. And speaking of the Eagles, still going strong. Still going. Hey, Super Bowl. Little, little, little blip against Washington, uh, which I personally found hilarious. It was amazing. <laughs> amazing. Loved it. But they are on the right tracks, Ethan, for what is turning out to be one of the best seasons we've seen from a team for a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm feeling very confident in myself with my uh, with my Super Bowl pick. Um, I know Godwin's not too happy about that. But, um, no, yeah, they, they're just performing. Obviously. Well, that's because this sucker's picked the Bengals. So he's going to end up singing. He's gonna, just to keep you all in the loop. Basically, Godwin has picked the Bengals for some reason to win the Super Bowl. If the Bengals don't win the Super Bowl and one of our teams that we have successfully picked will win the Super Bowl, which undoubtedly will happen, Godwin will have to perform the number from West Side Story entitled When You're a Jet in New York Jets uniform as a Giants fan. And we'll put it on YouTube, we'll put it on the Twitter, we'll put it on Facebook, Instagram, everything. It's going everywhere because it's just going to be brilliant. 
It is. It's going everywhere. Uh, and then if Ethan, if Ethan makes an incorrect prediction and one of mine or Godwin's teams gets picked, essentially Ethan is going to have a Steelers logo and a Giants logo and an NFL logo shaved into his head. Uh, and he'll just have to wait for that to go out. And I've been told that if my prediction is incorrect and Godwin and Ethan are correct, yeah. that I have to dress up like a Bengals fan with tiger face paint and basically appear on campus and everywhere work. I'm not doing it for a week. That's unfair. Like the face paint just won't last that long. It just won't last that long. I'll do it for as long as the face paint lasts, which will be one shower. So that's essentially what I'm going to have to do. I'll wear the jersey for a week, but I'll do yeah, the face paint okay. for a yeah, week. That's, that's what I'll do. You look so good as a tiger, mate. Yeah. I, do you know what? I think I'll look great. And on that note, if you also want to look great in NFL gear, you should check out our sponsor, FC Sports Clothing. You can find them on Instagram at FC Sports Clothing, Front Court Sports Clothing. They provide all American sportswear for you to enjoy over here in the United Kingdom. And you can follow your team with passion, with pride, and pretty much like Ethan at the moment who doesn't own a Cardinals jersey, you can back your boys. So if you want to check them out, just go onto Instagram at FC Sports Clothing, and there'll be a link in their bio to their online store. Now, coming back to American football yep. and away from clothing and what you're going to make me do because you're horrible people. <laughs> the weekend had plenty of action for us all to enjoy. Yep. I'm going to throw my own team in there. We were actually very close against the Bengals. You particularly said off camera that we suck and we were going to lose <laughs> by a lot. And when we were losing by a little bit, you started having a jiff at me on WhatsApp. So, only losing by seven points... Which is less than uh, than the uh, than the Giants lost to the Lions. Um, we had a close game. We had some good performances out there. You know, I I personally am I'm happy if we can continue performing like that going forwards. Obviously, there's things I would change, Matt Canada. Um, but you know, I'm happy. It's week on week. Yeah, it's week it? on week. Like, it doesn't oh, stop. I changed Matt Canada this week. Oh no, but we won. It's fine. He can stay. No, I don't <laughs> like Matt Canada. I've never liked Matt Canada. He just needs to leave. Every player doesn't like him. Let Kenny Pickett play. Let Pickett just do his thing. <laughs> if anything, get the offensive coordinator in from Pitt State. Well, Pitt uh, Uni, Pitt State. not Pitt State. Man, that would be a cool uni. Pitt State Uni. <laughs> what, what a place to be that would be no University of Pittsburgh get that offensive coordinator their, in their uh, mascot or logo would have to be someone like this Pitt State yeah it's, it's <laughs> funny when I make the jokes it's not yeah. so funny when you well, make jokes you, know, then, then you can actually... leave that in there's <laughs> the most awkward so, attempt at a joke yeah. I'm just going to leave that in there's the most awkward thing you've ever done on this entire show in its existence and we've had we've had concept shows and and everything third episode this is episode two, but it's two. good to know that Will's counting. So, but yeah, in the UK, you do need a GCSE and maths to move up in life, and <laughs> I we'll need it. to check that later. I um, <laughs> we're going to move on now because yeah. at time of recording, today is Thanksgiving. So, happy Thanksgiving, or I guess Thanksgiving happus would be the Welsh for it. You know, yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. We don't do Thanksgiving here, so of course, no, no other languages around this part have a Thanksgiving translation. Um, well, I'm coming to you first. What are you thankful for this year? Thankful for this year? Yeah. So many things. Um, honestly, uh, pretty thankful for the opportunities Masters have given us, to be honest. It's, it's so much fun. Like, I, obviously, coming off the undergrads, you're like, okay, keep going into education. Mm, all right. But it's not really, like the stuff we're doing now, the stuff we're doing week on week. It's not really work. It's just having a laugh. Um, so I'd say I'd say pretty much get on with that. 
Yeah, if I'm being thankful for anything, it's meeting you lot and cracking on with this. You flow. <laughs> Honestly, we're actually having breakfast all together after this. So, um, Ethan, what are you thankful for? Yeah, sort of along the same lines, you know. Um, just, just thankful to be here with you, you fine gentlemen. Even if you do support horrendous teams. Ah, uh, there we go. There um, we go. Yeah, I thought it was too good to be true. Yeah, being yeah, fired up like that, actually. Just, just the opportunity to to be here chatting, chatting anything NFL with you, fine gentlemen. That's lovely. Yeah. That's really cute. Really cute. It's nice. Ah, it's nice. <laughs> and, uh, James, where, where are we going? Well, I'm also thankful for being here. I'm thankful for being on this course. I'm thankful for meeting you guys and actually having people to talk to American football about. Um, and I think we should uh, take this ball that's on front of, in front of us on this table at one point. We should uh, maybe throw around a little bit oh, on the uh, on the pitches that we have here on absolutely. campus. Maybe enjoy ourselves a little bit. But I'm going to turn I'm going to turn the Thanksgiving question mm. on its head now. What are you thankful for in terms of NFL this season, Will? This season mm. could be an individual. <laughs> could be could be you know a whole team. Could be uh, a fan base. You know, what are you thankful for from an American football standpoint? My team having a winning record. <laughs> right, that's boring. Ethan, <laughs> what are you thankful? No, okay. Six <laughs> years. <laughs> You're thankful for their performance so far this year. Yes, uh, as a surprise to me as it was any other Giants fan, we were hopeful. Obviously, we're always hopeful every season to do well. Um, that hasn't quite gone to plan for us the last few seasons, but this season is looking better. And it's in the right direction. Um, so I'm very well thankful for it. And I'm looking forward to see how far we can take this momentum. Amazing. And Ethan, what are you thankful for from an American football standpoint? I know you are romantically thankful <laughs> for me and I really appreciate that. Um, but what are you thankful for from an American football standpoint? Um, so I'm actually thankful uh, for the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Come on, baby. I mean, we just from? had a lovely moment <laughs> in on camera. So it's 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 we've got it forever, it's for and you've now ruined it yeah. by saying the Jets in front of a Giants fan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, care Why to explain and elaborate a little bit no, more for us? I mean, just I don't need it. No. <laughs> the Jets life. have been so bad for so long, and then this year they've just come out of absolutely nowhere just to become this. Force which could potentially reach the playoffs. I mean, they're still bottom of the division. Yeah, but on a winning record, on a winning record. <laughs> mate, it's incredible. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree, and we're going to talk about the Jets later as well. Um, from my perspective, I, I am very thankful for Kenny Pickett. Not no. going to lie. I uh, I was not, a little bit not worried. Mike Canada. Sorry, not Mike Canada. No, I'm not thankful. For <laughs> um, I uh, I'm thankful for Kenny Pickett because I'm thankful for what he's brought into the side, you know, and and the fact that that Mike Tomlin has has been willing to take that risk almost by bringing him in. You know, I I was slightly sceptical with Mitch Trubisky being brought in, mm. and I was even more concerned that Mason Rudolph would end up as QB one <laughs> um, because I went swimmingly well last time round. Um, and I'm also thankful for George Pickens. My guy's come in there and he's just flying. And every team was like, oh, I don't want to pick him because of this. Oh, I don't want to pick him because oh, I'm worried about his attitude. And I'm sorry, but that actually makes him quite a character on the pitch. The amount of times where he's just shoved over the guy in front of him at scrimmage, you know, when when the ball snaps, he's just like, goodbye, I'm going. You know, yeah, it, it's, it's so much fun to watch. And the two of them together, I think, can really change the Pittsburgh Steelers' luck. Yeah, just going off George Pickens, he is a pancake machine. I mean, 
he, he could easily pay O-line if he wanted to with the amount of pancakes he's dishing out. This is true. This is so, true. So, I mean, you know. I'd love to see him come up against Cam Hayward, but um, until <laughs> then, until then, I'll keep him at a wide receiver. Um, but he also scored a rushing touchdown the other day as well. That was that was, that was was almost a miracle, really. Uh, don't see many wide receivers doing that, apart from... Debo. Well, Debo. Tyreek Hill, maybe. Tyreek. Yeah. Uh, for the Giants, we've got barely any receivers left. Saquon could run it in occasionally. He does. We're like we're fourth in the NFL with rushing yards. I'm pretty sure I'll just double check that. But yeah, well, um, stats man. So yeah, rushing yards, <laughs> rushing yards. Which you've heard of running man. You've heard of the bubble man. Me stats man. Yeah, 157.2 yards. Uh, I don't know why point two, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, fourth. I'm pretty sure that's I would say that's average per game. Um, so that's not bad. No. But yeah, we don't. We are passing yards. Is is we don't need to mention. I mean, speaking of uh, run, of uh, running yards, I'm thankful for Najee Harris as well, <laughs> and whatever he's been eating in off season because he is a tank now, an absolute unit, and he literally hurdled the Bengals defense to run him for a touchdown mm-hmm. this this weekend. Just gone like the man is a machine. He's God, literal God. So interesting about uh, the all the rushing this season is. Derek Henry had a, a half decent game this week. Mm-hmm. Just gone. Uh, it's been relatively quiet this year. Well, there must have been pigs flying around Tennessee then in uh, during that game. If mm. he actually had a decent one for he once, he had a half decent game. Uh, one or two touchdowns. Uh, but yeah, he's. I don't know what. I don't know what's going on because last that season there was one season I, uh, last season or season before he went off like he was doing. Mm. He was scoring everything. They used him for pretty much every drive um, and then all of a sudden dropped off the map well arguably last season he should have been the key for the Titans to actually get them to the Super Bowl I mean they went in as first seeds into postseason and they didn't make it any further pourquoi? I don't know I honestly couldn't tell you because up until that point we all thought the Titans were going to go all the way but they didn't and they're just about, you know, knocking on the door of, uh, of postseason. Yes, I did do that. Um, they're just about knocking on the door of, uh, of postseason this year. But it's, I don't know. It's just, I, I'm not getting the same buzz about the Titans that I used to. It's the magic of the NFL, isn't it? Yeah. You, we never know what's going to happen. Everything, everything turns, everything changes. So it For all is. we know, Pittsburgh Steelers could make the playoffs. They could. Impossible. They won't. But they <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We, we are three and seven. I want to say three and seven, three and eight. Stats man, are we three and seven or three so, and eight? Uh, I believe you are uh, three and seven. Yeah, so we're three and seven currently now. If we win every game from this point, unlikely. If we win every game from this point, we could make playoffs, but just about. Um, I I I I I don't think it's possible. Uh, you also can't get into postseason on a losing record, uh, and it would be Mike Tomlin's first ever losing season with the Steelers, which in itself is quite a whoa sort of moment. Like this guy is amazing at what he does, um, but it just means we can go again next year, and uh, we'll go seventeen and zero. Yeah, you heard it here first on Transatlantic Touchdown. This time next year, Steelers will be. No, no, no. 0-17. Yeah, I'm just trying to process... What he's just said. What, yeah. 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 Um, 
Dreamer and yeah. Well, I'll certainly be on a better record than the Cardinals, so... Uh... Uh, you never know. Kyler could put down his PlayStation or whatever. Hey, I heard there's new Battlefield coming out, though, and that's essentially Call of Duty, but budget version. So... Boys, just... Come on. <laughs> I've been through enough this season, don't you think? No, I mean... the season's not done yet, mate. We've, still, we've not even made it to the Christmas games, and yeah, that will true. be just as exciting. Um, so, yeah. Well... But leading now into our next session, another thing that I am thankful for, I am thankful for Front Court Sports Clothing, the only clothing company that you need to go to in the United Kingdom in order to get your American sports merchandise and also fan gear that you can wear to support your teams. Just find them on Instagram at FC Sports Clothing and you'll be able to grab all the merch your heart desires. They're a small business based out of the south of Wales, just like us. And we're here to support them just as they're supporting us. And that leads us nicely into the FC Sports Pick of the week. We've got a clash this weekend. What is the clash? The, the clash of the NFC. It is the Cowboys versus Giants. This is so both my team and the other one uh, are on <laughs> record. Sorry, Cowboys are on records of seven and three. Um, both quite tight. Uh, honestly, it. I don't really know how to approach this game. We've won. Not many of the last um, clash between those two teams. We last lost the last one, not quite convincingly. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm really hoping that we can turn it around. Uh, I did just check the schedule, actually. We got them at least um, once more after... No, no, this, so we got, this is the last one I have, but after that, it's divisional clashes. We've got Commanders, Eagles, Commanders, and then Vikings, Colts, and then Eagles again. Uh, we haven't got an easy schedule for the rest of the no. season. Uh, so this idea of postseason might be slipping away. No, slipping. No, no, away. no, no, no. No. We're still going to come out at least third, and I reckon we can clinch a wild card spot. So who's winning this weekend? I want. I would say Giants. I think we will win it. Um, you're you're going for the whole. I believe that we will win. <laughs> yeah. You, you're gunning for it. Yeah. I, I believe that. Gi- we will I think win. we can win. Uh, Dak has been less than convincing this year, even though that he was half decent last week. I don't. But their backup that they've had, sorry. There you go, you go, yeah. you go. Their backup. Cooper Rush. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I don't know. He's irrelevant to me. It's actually Ethan's special talent. He can name any QB mm-hmm. and sometimes the QB2. Sometimes. Any yeah, sometimes yeah. the QB2. But Cooper Rush has been, uh, to be fair to him, he's been brilliant this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. It, we just have to that first drive. I think we have to score, and that has got to be. Um, that's got to be a touchdown. If we can't go, be a field goal, I think if we just go for field goals, we're gonna struggle because it, it sets tone for the rest of the game. I think we need to go out strong. Need to go out kicking. Two point attempt on the uh, on the touchdown. No, it stays safe, but we need that touchdown. I think. Well, it's just you said statement of intent, you know, for how you want the game to go. And I didn't know whether two point might be something you flirt with the idea of in front of the Cowboys. I think we need to be smart, uh, definitely smart in that game because they're a good team. Um, I may not be their biggest, you know, advocate, but they are pretty good, and we need to be smart about this. But I do think we can get the win. Fair play. I totally disagree. Oh, I think the Cowboys oh, are going to absolutely smash the Giants. Um, of course you, do. You, you You saw them dismantle the Vikings. But I think Cooper Rush has proven the point that actually Will was starting to touch on there. But Dak Prescott isn't all he's made out to be. He is yeah. not 
the glitz and glamour and the and the key for the Cowboys' success. And actually, their wide receiver core, their O-line, their D-line, you know, their safeties all work together in harmony and really stand out in the NFL. And that's what's getting them victories at the moment. I mean, you could put anyone in there. You know, you could put you put Trey Lance on crutches in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Cowboys would still win games by the looks of things. So, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with Will on this. I don't think that oh. Prescott's all this made out to be. But I am interested to see, you know, where you're going with this whole idea of the Cowboys are amazing. I think it'd be close. I don't think losing by 40 would be close, but hey ho. So no, the Cowboys, um, yeah, like you said, Dak isn't all that great, as we recently discovered through Cooper Rush playing amazingly. Um, but I think the weapons they have, I mean, they got Zeke and Tony Pollard in the backfield doing amazing, especially Tony Pollard. They got Michael Gallup and CD Lamb and receivers. And I mean, the O line is just incredible. So I just think they have the tools. They just need Dak not to be a hero and to just guide the team to beat the New York Football Giants. Well, would you say that's what cost them in postseason last year? Was it Dak trying to be a hero? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't say anything more than yeah. Well, I mean, and on, on that point, obviously <laughs> with two very differing opinions of what's going to happen in that game, what is your matchup of the weekend? So, boys, my matchup is the Tennessee Titans versus Cincinnati Bengals. I think this is the game to watch. Do you want me to just get Joe Burrow's phone number for you? Because you are obsessed with him. Should I get, should I get you guys on a little date? Or? Man, he's a cool dude. I mean... You know, he's just he's you swag. You said, I think any of us would probably want to dress like him. Like, the yeah. man has swagger. But no, that's my game of uh, of this week. I mean, Tennessee Titans are 7-3. and Bengals are 6-4, and four, I believe. So, I mean, both on decent records, both hoping to go to the playoffs and, you know, could be Super Bowl contenders. Big game for the Bengals then, because if they lose that and they go to 6-5, and five, that's when you start talking about, oh, no, losing yeah. the season potentially, unless they really turn it around. Shut well, up. that's Shut why <laughs> that's why it's such a big game. I mean, so, yeah, that's, that's my pick of the weekend, and I think both teams will have success. I'm going to side with the Bengals. Uh, I, I think they... I, Think they'll come out on top, uh, but yeah, I, d- I don't know what you boys Stop think. Stop smiling at me! <laughs> They're not even your team. Time for Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't want to wear Let's Jets go. uniform. No, I don't. You're going to record your musical number, and you're going to wear that jersey for a week, and you're going to love it, okay? Because the Bills are winning the Super Bowl. But enough on that. Um, the Bengals Titans game itself. Mm-hmm. Titans starting Malik Willis. Oh, that's a good question. I would, if I was them. Have you been impressed with him so far this season? Because obviously, he was touted as the number one QB in the draft. But the first quarterback that got picked was Kenny Pickett by Pittsburgh, which kind of shocked everyone, including myself, because I thought we were going to get Malik Willis. It's worked out for the best, though. You know, we made the right decision. Is Malik Willis all he's made out to be? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is rookie season, so you've got to take... Some things he does with a pinch of salt. You know, he's still learning. He's still new to the game. He's seen things that he'd never seen in college before. But I think he is this new age of QB that we've seen in the NFL. He's your sort of Lamar Jackson out of the pocket, extend plays with his feet, but can also throw. Um, so I think if they can develop him, you know, next few years, he could be top five top five QB, hopefully. Do, Interesting. do we also see in late to that going on the Bengals news this week of Jamar Chase turning up to practice for the first time in or you know 
being like he, he was a participant in practice for the first time since week seven. Are we going to have him back for Joe Burrow and? How much is that going to impact their game? Well, we know how much Joe Burrow loves throwing it to Jamar Chase and, and how key he really was on that charge last year to go all the way to the Super Bowl. Like He was potentially the Bengals' play, best player all year, bar Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> we just love him, okay? Um, he's huge. If, if you get the opportunity to bring him into a game sooner than you thought you could, absolutely you do, 100%. But... Then you've also got to ask yourself the question of, are we rushing this? Are we bringing him in too soon? Is he just going to be out for longer? Because um, the last thing they want is for a season-ending injury or something that happens to him that means that he's not going to be around for the rest of the year. Because we talk about how close they are to ending up on a losing record. Without him, is that potentially going to happen? I don't know. The thing is, the... Bengals, the definitely thing they've got to work, work, um, think about this week is the Titans are run heavy. Yeah. Uh, and they've also got a potential return for Josh Tapu. Um, I think I'm saying this right. Apologies if I've made that wrong. Uh, so he hasn't played since week five. Uh, and because of the Titans run heavy uh, offense, his return would be huge uh, for this week, especially. Um I think, like Ethan said, they do need to win this week if they if they are getting that Super Bowl slot, or sorry, playoff spot even. Um, I don't think we've got to worry too much. They're, they're in the top two and the other two teams have considerable losing records. But I think we they need to keep this momentum going. Um, and yeah, they're, they're both returning for both those two would be great. Like you said, Jamar Chase, they've got to be careful how they do that. Um, I'm sure they will be. It sounds like you're agreeing with me and saying the Bengals are going to win this game. Oh, yeah. Time. No, I am fully backing the Bengals. Yeah. I'm just of course saying... he's fully backing the Bengals, because unless he does, he's wearing a Jets uniform. He's going <laughs> to West Side Story now. <laughs> yeah. so, so moving away from the Bengals now, my massive pick of the week, speaking of Goldwyn's forfeit, the Jets are playing the Bears. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. Yeah, go away. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, the Jets are playing the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears not a great team and they haven't been for a while and it is slightly concerning because of the history of that franchise because of the historical stadium they play out of um, yeah disappointing really but the Jets have made a rogue decision this week and Ethan I know that you're particularly passionate about this one because they've yeah. decided not to play Zach Wilson even though he is the one that has led them forward into this winning record yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson is literally responsible for this 5-2 so result. Rude. I'm so sorry if anyone picked that up. Goblin's just decided that it's so boring we're talking about the Jets. He's going to play a video of his, of his own. He's going to keep himself entertained. No, no, he's that, he's that done with the Jets and hearing the name Jets that he wants to do anything else rather than talk about them. Well, I think that's appalling. Um, Ethan, sorry about that interruption. <laughs> you have to repeat your question. I, I expect it from a, a giant fan. It's fine. Um, but no, yeah, Zach Wilson, he's led them to the 5-2 and two record. The two losses came against the Patriots, which, you know, not ideal. But Zach Wilson has shown a lot of promise. I mean, he's got an absolute cannon for an arm. And it seems like he could be the QB of the future. It's just something's happening in New York with Robert Sala, which... Do you think it's behind the scenes? It's something internal that we actually can't see or don't have evidence of? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, you you don't bench a 5-2 and two QB for the backup, Mike White. Mike White's a good player, 
but he's not Zach Orson. So, I mean, there has to be something going on behind the scenes. Um, so, it'll just be interesting to see what comes out of this process. Now, I would ask you what you think of this decision, but ultimately you don't care <laughs> and you'd love to see no, them no. lose. I I actually had some insight into the whole Zach Wilson thing. Please oh, elaborate for us. Yeah. Is it because he was seen wearing a Giants uniform? No. Uh <laughs> Main so that obviously New York Jets uh, over the past recent years it's been seen as that's the place QBs go to die. They've had the num they've had high slots in the first round of the draft for a few years. So and obviously we've seen people. So you've seen Sam Donald. He went there. Mistake. Um, I mean Sam Donald. Granted, I don't think he was. He's not. He's not the best um, pick to come out and draft. Zach Wilson definitely has promise. Uh, like Ethan was saying, it's he's you don't bench a five and two QB. He yeah. said, "Yeah." Interestingly, though, uh, his stats are a little different because, regardless of the fact that he's you know he's performed well, he's helped his team get his team rather than him have made a huge difference. Um, He's got. He's posted a, a four to five touchdown to interception ratio. So he's had more interceptions than touchdowns that he's been involved with. Um, his passer rating is pretty good. So his receivers are doing the the job. Uh, but yeah, um, his worst performance was last week, which is maybe why they're looking at bringing Matt White in. Mike White. Sorry. Mike White in. He doesn't care. He's a Giants fan. <laughs> it's not. I don't care. It's just. But it's almost still a bit harsh, though. You know, you make one bad performance. You know, arguably in his entire season, and he's benched for it. You know, other franchises like if Patrick Mahomes had a bad game for the Chiefs, they don't just turn around and bench him the very next week because he is pivotal to their game plan and for the future of that franchise. So I don't. I don't really understand how. The Jets could almost justify it in a way. I don't know. I mean, if they win, then they'll be they'll be laughing all the way. Absolutely. If they win, then hey, happy days. But if they don't, that's a big deal, yeah. and it's a decision that has not paid off for them. So, yeah, yeah. they've labelled it as a sabbatical um, through the NFL. Uh, the Wilson needs this week to just take a break, just look on from the side. Um. Yeah. Um. I think they 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 want to preserve. I think um their coach has said that they want to preserve his ambitions of being the franchise quarterback, and certainly that's what they hope he will be. Uh, I personally think they need him if they're going to do anything this season. Um. But yeah, like you said, it's um, it is a a very interesting decision, even though he's even though he's had possibly one awful game which was New England Patriots last week yes they they need to pick it up I think and see what this week can hold for them fair enough well and on that bombshell we're going to start to draw to a close James but before we do people who are watching this on YouTube and obviously you're getting a more extended version of this podcast as a result you might have noticed that Ethan and I are sporting some very fetching moustaches I've got my RAF fighter pilot moustache. Uh, you've got your, uh, I'm going to call it French baker, your boulangerie's <laughs> burnt to the ground, and now you're wandering the streets of Paris with baguettes in either arm. 
Um, that's the vibe that I'm going for. Yeah. Here with you. No, I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and Godwin is uh, a year seven starting his first day of school. Yes. Um, but the reason why we have this this fantastic <laughs> facial hair is because it is the month of November. We're supporting Movember as a charity. There will be a link in our bio where you can donate to our Movember page. Um, we're doing a joint effort as a Masters cohort on Cardiff Met Sport TV's uh, Masters program. And yeah, we're just looking to raise awareness of men's testicular and prostate cancer, as well as raising awareness for men's mental health charities, um, because unfortunately not enough men uh, talk about their mental health and feel open enough to talk about their feelings. And so I want to end the show on that note by saying yeah. if you can support us, that would be amazing because I'm not growing this just for no reason. This is not a fashion statement. If anything, it's made me realise maybe facial hair isn't for me. Uh, no, it is because otherwise I look like I am twelve and I look like Will. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, all, all that's all that's left to say really is just, gents, thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you for talking NFL with me. I I am thankful for you going back to that point earlier, oh, and I'm thankful it. for anyone watching or listening at home, uh, as always. And anything that you want to end on before I say goodbye? Uh, I personally just say uh, because just just we're talking about NFL. And it is such a macho sport. The November thing is such an important thing. Um, so we went around. I think we did a couple of stuff around campus, and it was surprising how many people didn't know what it was. Uh, so I think it's really important that we raise awareness for it. Uh, and so even though you can see that I cannot grow facial hair, um, I did make my attempt earlier this month, but it, it was not working. So uh, I will, I'm donating money instead. But... Please, if you can, make the effort in any way. Use use this. Absolutely. Use this month when we grow our mows to check in on a bro. Um, Gents, thank you so much for joining me today. I have been joined by Ethan Walsh. How's it going? No, you're saying goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying goodbye. I was actually waiting for you to go, oh, yeah, that was only Cardinals. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll we'll try that one again. We'll try that one again. Yeah, thank you for watching. I've been joined. I, I'm going to keep this all in because it's funny. Uh, <laughs> I've been joined by Ethan Walsh. Yep, Arizona Cardinals, thank you. And by William Godman. <laughs> a great, uh, a great impression of every Giants fan. And I've been James Roberts. I support the Pittsburgh Steelers. Up the boys, it's picket time, baby. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Transatlantic Touchdown Podcast. We'll see you again next time. Let's go! Let's go!